Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Intercom Radio Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. Moms Demand Action has established a volunteer chapter in every state of the country and Washington, D.C., and is part of Every Town for Gun Safety, the largest gun violence prevention organization in the country with nearly 6 million supporters and more than 375,000 donors. And on the show this time, I would like to welcome Carla Forsyth. Carla is a volunteer with Moms Demand Action. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland, Carla. Well, thank you, Gary. I'm happy to be here. So Moms Demand Action, tell me about the organization that you volunteer for. So Moms Demand Action is a grassroots movement from Americans fighting for public safety measures that can protect people from gun violence. We pass stronger gun laws and work to close the loopholes that jeopardize the safety of our families. We also work in our own communities and with business leaders to encourage a culture of responsible gun ownership. How long has the the organization been around Moms Demand Action? How long has it been around? Um, I believe it was formed by Shannon Watts in um, December of 2012. So... Gosh, it's been eight years. That's Yeah, just about eight years. Okay. Well, you also are here today to talk about part of the educational programs with Moms Demand Action. It's called Be Smart. Tell me about Be Smart. Yes. So the Be Smart educational program, and they use the word SMART, S-M-A-R-T, as an acronym, and I'll get into that in just a minute, but it's designed to help parents and adults normalize conversations about gun safety and take responsible actions that can prevent child gun deaths and injuries by unintentional shootings and gun suicide. So it's kind of an, well, not kind of, it's definitely an educational thing for parents. Absolutely. So how do you guys do this? So Moms Demand Action encourages parents and all adults to quote-unquote be smart and take these simple steps to help prevent shootings by children. And like I said, the word smart is used as an acronym. So the S is for secure all guns in your home and your vehicles. M is for model, model responsible behavior around guns. A, ask about the presence of unsecured guns in other homes. R, recognize the risk of teen suicide, and T, tell your peers to be smart. 
So it's relatively easy to remember using that acronym, and it it's just common sense. Yeah, the the M in Be Smart stands out to me. Model responsible behavior. Um, Correct. Talk a little bit more about that. So the the M model responsible behavior around guns. I think case in point. Um, sadly, we heard on Friday, just this past Friday, October 9th, Friday night, the Washington County Sheriff's Office deputy responded to a shooting in Aloha. And family members of a three-year-old little boy named James Kenneth Lindquister called 911 to report that James had gotten a handgun out of a bedroom and table drawer and shot himself in the head. This is where modeling the behavior, the responsible behavior around guns comes into play. I believe that little boy would be here today. Um, He was pronounced dead that night. And there's an ongoing investigation, so I don't want to interfere with any of of that, but um, it is just very, very tragic. Indeed. Oh, poor little kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and the A really stands out to me too. Ask about the presence of unsecured guns in other homes. So, like, say your children are going to somebody else's house. Um, what types of questions should you, as a parent, be asking the other parents? I think the best way to handle that is is just to be blunt, Um, you know, rather than dance around an issue, if you just come out and say, you know, when my child, I like to offer up when, when my child has a friend over, just to let you know that we don't have any guns in our home or we have guns in our home, but they are stored securely and safely, meaning they're they're not somewhere where the child can get to them and the ammunition is stored separately. And that can be a tough question to ask somebody, but what's most important here? It's the safety of your child and knowing that the home they are going to either has no guns or to know that they are stored safe and secure. And if they're not, then how about we change the play date to my house because I feel most comfortable with that. That would be the ideal way to have that conversation. Yeah, I would imagine as a parent, I'm not a parent, but as a parent, it's a little difficult to ask those questions because you don't want to, everybody's a little self-effacing, right? You don't want to be embarrassed for asking too probing of questions, but you also want to make sure you're playing it safe and that's got to be a difficult place to be, but it's very important. Absolutely. And you know what? I, I think you can justify it in your mind and, and it's all in the way you, you know, you pose, pose the question and, and that, but you know, if it's between making somebody feel embarrassed or having an awkward moment and knowing that your child is safe, I think you just go with that and go, this is for the safety of my child. It's not about judging someone. It's just knowing that rest assured their guns are stored safely and that you have asked the question. We're talking today with Carla Forsyth, a volunteer with Moms Demand Action. Now, your organization is not uh, 
wanting to take guns away from people, right? You just want everybody to be safe with their guns. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, we we do not. Um, there is no there is no judgment. Um, we are just looking for secure gun storage. And, and when we talk about secure gun storage, it means the gun is locked, it's unloaded, and the ammunition is stored separately. We actually have many gun owners in our organization because they too believe in that same principle. Yeah, I grew up with guns and they were always very safe. My dad kept them away. I, I never, I don't even think I knew where they were. So that's, that was a really great way for me to look back and think, yeah, that's, that was really important in my life. Absolutely. And just having respect for it, you know, and that when that's modeled, that, that kind of open communication is, and is modeled to kids in the family, then you, you have respect for it, you know, and it is kept away and it is secured. Um, it's just that becomes, that's how our family is. Why is the, the branch of, of Be Smart, the branch from uh, Moms Demand Action called Be Smart, why is that uh, needed? Um, I just think that, um, you know, every year there's, in the U.S., there's nearly 350 children under the age of 18 that gain access to firearms unintentionally and unintentionally shoot themselves or someone else. And more than 600 die by suicide with a gun every year. We have the power to prevent these tragedies and like this, tragedies like this and from happening and practicing by practicing secure gun storage. I just think the educational element is so important in our communities. And there's a lot of different ways to, you know, to get the message out. Yeah. I wanted to ask, how is uh, your organization, how are you educating people? How does that happen? So our Be Smart program, um, well, we discuss it at tabling events. We can distribute leaflets with more information. Now with COVID, we have trained presenters that can give 20-minute virtual presentations to Rotary Club meetings, doctor's offices, PTAs, interested businesses, hospitals, police departments, library programs, and even local city council meetings, really, literally anything, any place um, you can think of where it would be relevant, we can absolutely do that. And it's just a way for us to get the message out to um, a variety of people in the community. It's not just parents. Um, you know, also, um, when we were talking earlier, um, you know, Gary, you, you mentioned you're not a parent, but you might have nieces or nephews, or you're, you might have a friend over who has kids, or grandparents might um, have their grandchildren over, you know, when you think about it, the net is a lot bigger than just, you know, protecting your kids. It's protecting, you know, any child that might be in a house with a gun. Yeah, that's a, it, that's a definitely important thing to think about. 
Yeah, I think so. So it does kind of seem like common sense to me, but help us learn um, what does securing a gun mean? What is that? What what all in, is involved with that? You know, it's it's really it's really simple. Um, the gun has the gun is locked. There there is a lock on the gun. Um, it's not loaded, and the ammunition is always stored separately. Does that mean like a gun cabinet type situation? Um, it does not have to, you know, I think that might be a, you know, a hunting gun situation or a larger gun. You know, if you're talking about um, a handgun, you know, it could be, um, there are a lot of places where you can get gun locks. Many guns come with gun locks um, to begin with. And there are safety classes that, that can be taken as well. Um, so, Carla, obviously we're in a pandemic and lots of things have changed. In fact, practically everything in our world has changed, right? So how has uh, the pandemic impacted securing guns? Well, the COVID-19 crisis has created so many new challenges for parents. Many families are selecting distance learning this fall or maybe didn't even have a choice. Um, they're spending more time at home. Let's face it. We are just, we're really homebound these days and we're not being supervised on their studies. Kids might be feeling a sense of boredom and isolation, which pose additional risk to their safety. Securing the guns in the home can save a child's life. It's just, it's so important. Yeah. We're, we've all kind of reached, um, pandemic overload. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and mental health has been in the news a lot too around this because we are trapped at home, and um, you know that it, people can get into a crisis situation real easily. Yeah, no, I I agree, and you know that's a that's a whole other facet of of this. Um, issue, you know, that, that I think could almost be a, another, you know, another topic, um, because there are multiple um, layers that, that come into play that might cause somebody to, you know, have suicidal thoughts or be upset with, you know, someone in the, in the home, um, you know, and that, that just is a whole other aspect of um, what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, child abuse and domestic violence are definitely on the rise because people are kind of stuck at home. Yes, really... I couldn't agree more. And that's, you know, that's absolutely one of one of the bigger issues, um, you know, that, that our group um, deals with as well. So you said a little bit earlier that you guys do a lot of, of training seminars and things like that. How has the pandemic uh, affected that? Are you doing things virtually? Yes, everything is being handled virtually right now. And, and so it, you know, our world, we've, we've all had to pivot and, and certainly with our group as, as well. And you just find that, um, you know, doing things on a virtual level, just, you know, in the um, interest of safety for everyone, we don't have to stop doing this. We just need to pivot and change the way we're we're sharing the message and hold you know virtual meetings via 
Zoom or, or whatever platform um, people have. And so, you know, still reaching out to those various organizations, um, you know, to to share the information is is key at this time. We we are not slowing down whatsoever. We've just had to, you know, like everybody else, find a different way to um, share the information. So it's 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 more important now than ever. Where's the best place for people to go, maybe just to get started on finding out more information? So we've got a website dedicated to our education program, and that can be found. It's very simple, besmartforkids.org. That's B-E-S-M-A-R-T-F-O-R, kids, K-I-D-S, dot org. And that's where um, you can find lots of information or um, if you want to contact us and have somebody speak to your your group, that's um, there's there's all kinds of resources there. And if you're passionate about it, I'm looking at the website right now. There's a big donate button. You can you can help them out. That's probably absolutely. very appreciated. Too. Um, yeah, absolutely, yes, yes. We would we would love that, but um, that that's certainly not. Um, you know, right now we just we really want to share share the message and yes, um, financial contributions or if or if you want to volunteer, um, there's definitely opportunities to do that there as well. Carla, can we talk about um, why this is such a, a passion project for you? Why are you volunteering with Be Smart for Kids? Well, um, I became involved with Moms Demand Action shortly after my husband, Steve Forsythe, was killed in the Clackamas Town Center in 2012. Obviously, a very um, gut-wrenching, difficult time for myself and my family. And knowing that the shooter stole the automatic rifle, the AR-15, from his friend's house, um, it just really resonated with me. And that had had that gun been locked up and secured, the shooter wouldn't have been able to have such easy access to that firearm that killed my husband and Cindy Yuli, they would be alive today. And my goal is really to help other families avoid a tragedy like mine has endured by educating members in our community with the Be Smart program. It's, it's been almost eight years and, um, you know, it's taken time, but um, if I can save one one family um, from a similar tragedy, um, it will be well worth it. And it's it's a really great organization, and I'm happy to be a part of it. Carla, that's a really personal and difficult story to tell. So thank you so much for telling that. Yeah, of course. Um, wh- what's it been like the last few years? You know, it's it's. Like you say, it's been almost eight years. Yes, yes, it's it's been incredibly challenging um, and and frustrating at, at times from the you know point of view, um, you know, and how legislation is being handled um, in various states, including you know including Oregon, but um, 
you know, I find Mom Demand Action to be a, a very positive organization and specifically the Be Smart program really resonates with me because it's a positive way of um, trying to help others in the community avoid a similar a similar tragedy. So um, I'm I'm real happy to be dedicating more of my uh, time now towards that. And um, you know, each each year it it gets a little bit easier, but um, their lives were not taken in vain. I guess I I would say, and and this is my my way of trying to um, you know help that going forward. I don't know if you want to use that part. <laughs> I do. And you talked a little bit uh, ago about pivoting. You know, everybody's had to pivot, especially lately. And you pivoted from a real tragedy to something where you're really trying to help people. And that's what a wonderful thing to do. It, yeah. You know, you can, you have choices of which way to, which way to turn. And I think um, choosing a, a, uh, positive direction and um, something you're you're passionate about, whatever it is. And, and I can passionately get behind this with my, with my whole heart. Well, again, thank you so much for sharing that very personal story. Mm -hmm. If our listeners want to get involved, um, talk about more about how they can get involved. Let's, let's, let's talk about that some more. Yeah. So, um, as far as um, how to reach out to Moms Demand Action, the best way to do that is to search in your Google search bar, MomsDemandAction.org. That's just M-O-M-S-D-E-M-A-N-D-A-C-T-I-O-N.org for more information. And no, you actually, um, a lot of people ask, do you, do you have to be a mom to volunteer? And, and, you know, like many organizations over time, you, um, it did start out by a mom, but you certainly don't have to be one to be a volunteer. It was, um, founded by a mom, but our organization really values diversity and welcomes anyone interested in gun safety to join us. Welcome. We really welcome gun owners and non-gun owners, dads, students, and many, many more. So I would, um, I would just strongly encourage anybody to look into it a little bit more. And, and once you get in the Moms Demand Action, then you'll find other things like the Be Smart program. There are so many ways to volunteer um, in ways that, um, you know, make it comfortable for you if you don't like speaking in front of groups. There's a lot of different ways there's, you know, to get involved, um, you know, and by coming to, um, we're very organized with local chapters and um, there's, you can search for one that's, that's near you. They're all over the state of Oregon and Washington, all across the country, actually. But for those that will be hearing this in the state of, of Washington and Oregon for sure. It must be really crucial to have gun owners volunteer with your organization because they can provide so much information. Well, yes. And, and it adds, um, you know, it just 
it adds a point of view, um, I think, speaking to, you know, to all um, gun owners, um, specifically the ones that are willing to, to speak out. My, my brother has been a huge advocate and he's had, you know, guns for hunting and that. And it's just a matter of, of really comes down to the safe, the safe storage issue as much as anything. And, um, you know, the, the, um, locks and keeping the ammunition separate, but it, it does, really add for for those who um you know sometimes are defensive about it um it's not about taking away your rights it's merely about the the safety um and with the rise in uh suicide and these you know senseless accidents like this three-year-old boy out in Aloha last week it's it's more important than ever you know that we that we do something about it, and this is a great organization to get involved with. Yeah, everybody could always use further education, right? Knowledge is power. Absolutely, absolutely. Knowledge is truly power, and and um, you know this this just might save a life. So that makes it really, really powerful. Well, you've provided such great information for us today, Carla. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you, Gary. I appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and and share some information with your listeners that I hope was um, valuable today. We've been talking today with Carla Forsyth, a volunteer with Moms Demand Action. If you'd like to hear this interview again, a podcast is available online. Just search Let's Talk Portland on the radio.com app. Let's Talk Portland is an intercom public affairs program. 